Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. Welcome, everybody, to Inside the Coach's Headset. I am your host, Amos Rogan. Thank you all very much for joining us. We're sponsored by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079 for all your insurance needs. And thanks for listening to ucsportsnation.com, where you can get all your Upper Cumberland high school athletic uh, information and, and, and uh, reporting there's nobody like us, so make sure that you tell everybody uh, about us and, and share the podcast and share ucsportsnation.com with everybody in the Upper Cumberland. Today we are excited to have uh, one of the most successful coaches that I think uh, we have in the Upper Cumberland, but also in the state of Tennessee. He is the eight-time state championship basketball coach with over 900 victories He's a member of the TSSAA Hall of Fame, which was inducted at two, in 2009. Um, 19 state tournament appearances and many, many times coach of the year at the district level, state level, and even in the southeast. Please welcome uh, to the show here the head coach of the Clark Range Lady Buffaloes, head coach Lamar Rogers. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I think if I read off everything that you've been able to achieve, we wouldn't be able to talk about anything else within the time frame that we have. But uh, tell us a little bit. I know you started coaching around 1976, if, I, if I'm right about that. Uh, tell us how you kind of got into coaching and, and some of the influences that kind of pushed you into, into this area. Well, I uh, graduated from Clark Range High School and I uh, went to Tennessee Tech and and um, got I got my uh, bachelor uh, degree in ag science, but then I decided I want to teach and coach, and I transferred over to health PE and got my master's in that, and uh, um, <clears throat> got um, you know coaching a little uh, alumni team down there. Met my wife there, and we got married. She's from Williamson, and I started coaching in '77, and. Uh, at Clark Ranch High School, I've been here ever since. Here, and it's <clears throat> it's been uh, you know great coming back home, and uh, actually uh, you know one of the few coaches left. Probably uh, this is my forty fourth year, and it just kind of went by. I told my wife uh, when I started, I'd probably do this about five years, then we'd do something else, and and that's kind of <laughs> didn't come out that way to say the least, but. Um, uh, coached actually coached when uh, six on six girls basketball for two or three years. So there's not many of us left that's done that. But uh, it's been um, you know very exciting. Uh, we've had a lot of administrative support, great parent support, and fantastic players. Uh, actually, lost my first game I ever coached, and uh, uh, that was against Cumberland County. And uh, you know we actually felt so bad I was ready to hang up the next morning, you know, when you do a, a loss. But I've uh, uh, been able to put things in perspective and uh, enjoyed it, uh, you know, tremendously. We, Clark Range has actually been in the state tournament 24 times, and uh, and uh, we went this past season, and uh, we've, uh, you know, it's uh, been uh, very successful, Clark Range has, and 
with a lot of other programs in the upcoming. And talking a little bit about that, Coach Rogers, uh, you know, the, the community support, I know that, that the Clark Range community, they love their basketball. Uh, talk a little bit about how uh, the community has been able just to, to keep you here for longer than five years and, and what made five years turn into 40 years. Yeah, well, you know, it, um, you know, I've had opportunities to, to, to go other places and, uh, you know, in college basketball. My grandparents raised me, and, and uh, they were, you know, alive until 98. And I kind of, you know, had to, um, you know, take care of them there in the last few years. But uh, it kind of just one thing led to another. You know, I had two kids, and they got um, a daughter played and played at Tennessee Tech. And then, uh, um, you know, it got, uh, you know, if you didn't enjoy something, you wouldn't do it. And most, it's, you know, like anything, it's not been a smooth ride all the time, but it's uh, it's been very nice. Um, you know, Clark Ranger, we've had, it started before I got here, we've had 46 uh, consecutive years with a winning record. So, you know, if you're losing, you'd, you'd want to want to do something else. But uh, I coached uh, boys and girls uh Team in 1994, and uh, you know, one year, which um, that kept me from eating popcorn during the boys' game. But uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was an um, experience. But uh, and uh, just um, the relationships. Uh, I remember when I first started coaching, uh, Joe Halfacker down at Jackson County uh, had won some state championships, and uh, kind of watched him real close. I went. Uh, um, Neil Holloway was, he's passed away. He was the boys coach at Cumberland County, and I went to talk to him about some stuff and just tried to pick everybody's brain I could to try to, you know, figure out the game a little bit, which has evolved a lot, uh, in the past years. Um, the boys game and girls game used to be different. Um, you know, the way they called it, uh, let the boys play and the girls, they, you know, had, uh, they call a lot more fouls, but then, they let both of them play pretty good now, but um, just the enjoyment. Uh, I've got a granddaughter in the seventh grade playing basketball, and she says I can't retire until she graduates. So I don't know how that's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you allude a little bit to how the game has changed, um, you know, especially in the girls' game. Uh, you know, thinking back to a lot of the, of the perimeter shooters that, that have kind of came out of this area, uh, probably no one – bigger uh, than Kelly Jolly, who's now uh, Kelly Jolly Harper, who's now the head coach of the Tennessee Lady Vols. Uh, there seems to be a little bit more post presence now uh, in in some of the games and some of the teams that I'm seeing playing. Uh, certainly, you still got shooters that, that are that are hitting it from way back behind the three point line. But uh, how has the game changed in, in your time and, and how have you been able to really adapt and be able to understand uh, the players that you have to work with and, and to accommodate that? Well, uh, you know, if you have a post player that can score inside, it helps make the game simpler. We had Kara Meadows up here. Uh, she graduated and, and uh, signed with MTSU until she had an injury, but uh, she was, uh, you know, automatic two points. If, if you got that, when you need two points, it simplifies a little bit. But it's with a three-point line uh, coming into effect. Uh, you know, you uh, you have to players have ended up 
you know, doing the dribble drive uh, thing now and, uh, you know, shooting more threes. We, uh, we shot, we attempted probably two years ago, 910 threes. And that was, you know, last year, maybe 700 or something, but that was, uh, unbelievable what we used to do. Um, but the three point line has made the game more exciting. Uh, it can change in a heartbeat. Uh, teams are pressing more. Uh, we've always been, you know, try to run and gun like a lot of teams and use different defenses, try to be flexible. But, uh, they, it's been emphasized more. Uh, you know, uh, other communities have seen, um, communities such as Clark Range be successful. And uh, all over the state, they're they're wanting um, some of that, uh, want their daughters and sons to be successful. And it's emphasized at the AAU level in the third grade now. Uh, One of the bigger changes uh, where the AAU is taking over, and you have to kind of play a little bit in the summer uh, nowadays growing up. And I think basketball, especially uh, with that that AAU travel ball, whatever you want to call it, uh, has really been predominant in a, a lot of areas, uh, probably the more metropolitan areas more so than anything. But it seems like to me, Middle Tennessee, and I, I'm I'm an originally, I'm an East Tennessee guy. I'm from up and around the Tri-Cities area, but uh, growing up, girls basketball was, was popular up there, but nothing like Middle Tennessee. And, and uh, with your program, with Jackson County, White County, Shelbyville, uh, the the Murfreesboro area of schools, it, it seems like just girls basketball in the Middle Tennessee area is so rich in tradition. Number one, but number two, just it is consistently competitive. No matter what year you look at, Middle Tennessee schools always seem to have very very high level. Uh, quality, competitive girls' basketball teams. Why? Well, Go ahead. Absolutely. I'm, in, in the Upper Cumberland, you know, in single and double especially, if you can, if you come out of the Upper Cumberland and go on to the uh, state tournament at Mercer, you have a shot at being successful because it's so competitive up here and it's so many good teams and good coaches that it just prepares you for the tournaments and and, uh, you know, you've got a good good shot at it. You know, West Tennessee and basketball, girls' basketball is really tough also. But if you can uh, survive the upper coming and go on uh, tournament-wise, you have a good chance of being successful in the state tournament. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you've had a little bit of, of something to do with that. I know that um, the head coach at Cumberland County right now, Rodica Miller, she and talking with her, uh, on our previous podcast, uh, uh, really cites you as someone that she really learned from and, and really uh, gained a lot of knowledge from in terms of being able to get into her coaching philosophy and her styles. What, you know, a lot of coaches say that, you know, the coaching community in this area is pretty tight, obviously very competitive, but. You guys talk a lot in terms of being able to help out each other when you're talking or when you're playing teams from outside the area that another that another counterpart has maybe already played. Uh, some some of the some of the players that you've been able to have uh, that that have gone on to coaching. How how good does that make you feel in, in looking at being able to to see some of those 
former players really flourish within the game? Well, like I said, I've had some outstanding players, and it just uh, we've got, uh, uh, like I said, Rodica at uh, Cumberland County's done a fantastic job over there, and then Miranda Cravens is at uh, Station Camp now that played for him, was my point guard on a state championship team, and then Rodica played on a state championship team. And then Kelly Reed has just landed a job at uh, Springfield High School, and she was uh, on the state championship team, and she'll do great down there. She was one of those players that if you're worried about something, uh, you know, she's on the 2009 uh, undefeated team. And I'd say, Kelly, what about this right here? And she said, that's all right, Coach Will, we got it. Uh, Monica Ashford that played for me, you know, was coaching Brown State for years. And she just recently retired because she's got a young daughter she's wanting to keep up with a little bit. So, you know, real proud women. And the, the teams that they're coaching are blessed to have these young women coaching them because uh, – they they did things right in high school, and, uh, you know, we try to have, uh, we say our basketball teams are family away from, uh, you know, our second family away from the real family. And, uh, you know, we try to keep it, uh, you know, we tell them here it's uh, your priorities or your faith in the Lord and then your family and then education and then basketball. And then sometimes more friends. Uh, jump over the basketball sometimes, but uh, we really, uh, th- those young ladies are going to do great to be successful, and the teams that they're coaching uh, are real fortunate. Being in the position that you have been in for so long, um, how much does your, f- and, and don't ask you to name any names or anything like that, but uh, how much does your phone ring from, from other area coaches and just trying to get a little bit of a tidbit of information, coaching philosophy. Hey, has this ever happened to you before? Uh, things like that. Well, here again, you know, uh, I'm still, we, we mentioned uh, Kelly, uh, Jolly Harper, and I got to, uh, they've got some outstanding coaching class, so I got to listen to her. At UT, because she's got a, um, uh, awareness about her and a calmness about her that's going to uh, work wonders for that program. And, and we, you know, we try to pick up things at coaching clinics. Uh, anything that works against us, you know, we try to uh, look at that and see if we want to put that in. Uh, there's so much out there that you could do offensively and defensively. You kind of have to pick and choose and see what's best for your team and everything. But, um, um you know, being influenced by a lot of people, and uh, we're, we're flexible. We changed for a person to know. You know, we changed things here and here. But uh, it's, uh, you know, really enjoying it. Uh, and I've got a you know, really good group this year and works hard and enjoys playing. Well, I, I think that there's no doubt in my mind that that's uh, – uh, you can't do something for, for 40 years and not enjoy what you're doing. But uh, – um, I want to ask you a little bit about the, the the expectations of your players. Obviously, you know, having such a long winning streak and winning season record, uh, having all the accolades that this program has been able to achieve for so long. Uh, when, a, when a young lady wants to play for Clark Range, wants to be a Lady Buffalo, what are the expectations of them walking into that locker room? And what what do you expect of them not only um, 
during the season, but also in the off season. Well, you know, we've, we've got a player handbook that we give each player. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, um, we've got our tradition at the school. And then the upper, luckily, uh, you know, players, seniors or juniors are really supposed to um, uh, be an example for the younger girls coming in. And, uh, you know, it's not easy. Uh, you know, we demand a lot of them. And, I, you know, I tell them uh, what you're through. You know, they're going to be known, uh, you know, everybody's going to know them if they watch them. They've got to represent the school community if they're 50 miles or 75 miles away from Clark Range and something happens, you know, they're going to know about it. You know, uh, it might take me a week, but uh, they're going to be so well known that um, they're going to say, hey, you play at Clark Range. And, you know, it'll be um, upcoming news or or something. So uh, they have to... And, and, you know, most of them do. We've had some that uh, uh, mess up a little bit. We try to correct it. But uh, they they know the expectations uh, that we're kind of a high-profile program, and they're going uh, to be noticed out in the community. And if they go shopping in Nashville, wherever, you know. You're listening to Inside the Coach's Headset, where our guest today is the head coach of the Clark Range Lady Buffalo girls basketball team, and member of the TWSAA Hall of Fame, head coach Lamar Rogers. We're brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. And you're listening to the Inside Coaches Headset Podcast on ucsportsnation.com. Coach Rogers, you know, I, I don't want to continue to remind you how long you've been coaching, but uh, with the advent of so much technology, so much uh, not just technology in terms of tools for you to prepare uh, for an upcoming season, uh, an upcoming game, but just the distractions of technology with kids today and, and some of the mentality changes. How hard or how much harder has it been for you to really achieve what you want to do that was probably easier for you to do 25 years ago versus today? Well, you know, the the phone, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what the girls did without the phone. You know, we've seen that explode and uh, uh we when you know, we you know, we want to uh we try to work hard and then we try to have fun also and on the bus <clears throat> you know, the girls sit on one side the the boys on the other and uh I remember one year I was I was taking you know, I was concerned because they was on the phone instead of visiting each other. And I took them, the phones up, put them in a uh, basket when they got on the bus. Well, of course, that didn't work. And um, so sometimes I kid that they could be sitting next to each other and they could be texting each other. But uh, we use that uh, technology to actually help. They've got Huddle now that um, we film games. I think it costs $1,200, and uh, the games are downloaded the next day on their, on their phone or their iPad. And it helps with, you know, scouting other teams, but we can also review the game film real quick. Some of the outstanding technology now. Uh, we used to have to, you know, a lot of coaches, I've seen them uh, give a DVD or a uh, game film to other coaches about Clark Range basketball, but now you, you can get on there and just swap. We played Blackman up here, and we had, like, uh, was fortunate enough to beat them, and we've had probably 10 AAA schools that 
wanted to film a black man. And, you know, we send it because we might need a film from them sometime or somebody. So technology has helped uh, some in recruiting. I mean, not recruiting, but, the, you know, scouting teams. And then, um, you know, it's helped the players. But, uh, you know, dealing uh, when, you know, when the, you have to, uh, you know, handle the phone situation where they don't, you know, overuse that too much when we're doing basketball things. And, uh, you know, I feel like that technology obviously is, is good and bad, and, and I think you've <laughs> – You've explained that pretty well as far as being able to prepare, but it also can be a distraction. Uh, you know, I I want to I want to find out from you. You know, just obviously you've had you know a lot of girls go on to play college basketball. Uh, you've had a lot of girls that didn't go on and play college basketball. Uh, both both players are, are are role players within your program as far as that goes. Uh, how can you maintain the motivation of someone who you know, hey, they want to play, they want to play Clark Range basketball, but they want to go on and be a school teacher or uh, go on and be someone in corporate America or, or something like that instead of just as and when I talked to Rodica, you know, I asked her, I said, what what did you want to do when you got when you got out of high school? She says, I want to be a basketball player and. and she said even she even said when somebody asked her what she was majoring in she'd say basketball you have those type of players how do you manage that and understand how you know some some of those other players who are quality players but you know that they don't have the drive to really push themselves to play at the at the next level how do you manage that within your team in order to make sure that you're getting everything that you can out of them well, absolutely. We've had we've had fifty players at Clark Green Sun uh, College schools, which is a lot uh, for com, uh, you know comparison statewide. Really, for schools, I know Shelby was a lot more when Rick was there, but that that leaves a whole lot. It's, it's it did not play college basketball. It was still successful. I've got uh, one lady right uh, now. She's the president of the bank in uh, Cumberland County. And you know she was a role player and uh, did good, but it's 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 kind of about the memories. Uh, you know, I tell the girls uh, that are even going playing college. I said you somebody's be in good situations and somebody's be might not be in the, uh, the best situation you end up being for playing time or whatever. But it's about the high school memories are going to be better in some ways than the college even the people that play. So it's. About making memories in high school and enjoying the journey, Tally. Uh, you know, I tell the girls enjoy the journey uh, from summer camp to when we first start practicing to weightlifting, and just having that family away from, the, uh, from your you know real family. And uh, you know the memories you make in high school, you know, will follow them a whole lot. We had the alumni game, uh, basketball games for the uh, men and women that graduated Clark and Summer School about three weeks ago, and. We had uh, probably about 50 people come back and play, and, and they just enjoyed it and was tickled to come back and, uh, you know, uh, participate in that. So uh, I think the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, having memories and enjoying the journey as we go through the season. And speaking of those memories and those journeys, one of the things I love asking about uh, all the coaches that I talk to, and especially someone of, of your stature, 
uh, within the coaching ranks and, and your longevity is is if if you could just if you could just blindly pick a former player that you've had in the past and ask them what do they remember the most about playing for Lamar Rogers at Clark Rain High School? What would you hope they would respond with? Oh my goodness, we'd have different <laughs> different answers, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, hopefully, you know, a lot of them remember different things here. Um, you know, we do uh, when we win a state championship. We do a kind of dog pile on the floor. A lot of them would mention that. But uh, uh, a lot of them mention, uh, you know, when we go to camps where they all sleep in the classroom or something together, you know, just just that the camaraderie. Um, you know, like uh, uh, you know, we have um, you know we have laps for certain things. Uh, we have funny things that happen. Uh, right now, we shoot a every Monday. We have all the players shoot a centerline shot, and whoever hits it. Uh, we ride it on a belt like you're lifting weights, and they get to keep that for weeks on next Monday. So there's a lot of things, different things they they might say. I hope they, you know, hope they enjoy it. It's not, it's not all, um, you know, happy times, but I hope they enjoy it. It's main thing. Well, Coach, I know one thing. I certainly enjoyed this conversation with you. I, I hope that uh, uh, there's much, much more success on further down the road for for you and, and your program and, and the ladies that are playing within your program. Thank you so much for, for taking the time out. Uh, I hope that you have a very Merry Christmas and, and uh, just best of luck to you. And I hope that I uh, can get up there and watch a game this year just to kind of take in the atmosphere of, of the high school itself and just um, just enjoy a, a good evening. So thank you very much uh, for, for everything that you've done. Uh, for Upper Cumberland basketball, but for the young ladies that that have been uh, within your program. Oh, thanks a lot for having me, and uh, try to come up with a great atmosphere, and we enjoy having you. Well, thanks very much, Coach. You've been listening to Inside the Coach's Headset right here on UCSportsNation.com with our very special guest, the head coach of the Clark Range Lady Buffalo Girls basketball team and member of the TSSAA Hall of Fame coach Lamar Rogers right here on ucsportsnation.com you've been we've been brought to you by Tony Smith your hometown shelter insurance agent call Tony at 528-7079 or go visit him at 425 East Broad Street right here in Cookville thanks again for listening if you like what you're hearing please share it and we will talk to you next time thanks thanks again coach Thanks, family. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the Coach's Headset.